Welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Week in Gaming Podcast. And what do you know, it's been a big week in gaming. I'm Sweeney for episode 107 and this Sunday, the 4th of December, 2022. And this week's show, what did we think of the new Super Mario Brothers movie trailer? It's Nintendo versus the entire Smash Brothers community once again as the Smash World Tour is cancelled and we predict the big reveals and winners of the 2022 Game Awards. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to get you to subscribe on YouTube or on your favourite podcast app. If you're a mega fan, come join us on the Discord. All the links are in the description below or at bigwigpod.com. Joining me today, we have our executive producer, Intergot. Hello, hello, hello. And unfortunately, no mic this week. No, uh, boo. Yeah, he unfortunately couldn't make it, but um, he has mailed in some thoughts about the Mario movie trailer that I uh, shall, uh, well, we shall read out when we get to that segment. But um, yeah, unfortunately... Uh, it's just us two this week, the the original duo. I was going to say he's, like, getting surgery or something, and then I'm like, I was going to go down this whole rabbit hole, like, I better not. I better not. Yeah, and then we'd have to, like, come up with what actual, like, condition he has, and then suddenly it could get really awkward because we could be talking about something that, like, someone <laughs> well, that's watching has. I was going to talk, talk about some surgery that... <laughs> He might when he transitions back to the show, <laughs> but uh, I thought, well, that's a very dangerous path to go down. That is a very dangerous path. Um, and uh, mm. t- and talking about dangerous paths, you know, mm. a number mm. of uh, episodes ago, I introduced Mike as uh, Kanye West, and then you said, Yay. "Oh, that was very risky," and I'm like, "I would not do the same <laughs> <laughs> these days after the last week." Dude, I actually watched his whole interview with Alex Jones and Nick Fuentes and I'm like genuinely he's the craziest person on the panel <laughs> like one guy has been sued for like a billion dollars the other guy is basically a neo-nazi <laughs> and then the other one's Kanye West it's like it's one of the it, like you know I laugh but like honestly the guy's having a mental breakdown and people should not have him on shows like I know Alex Jones right but even Lex Friedman had him on his podcast, and I actually have a lot of time for Lex Friedman, but I thought that was pretty poor form because the guy's obviously not well. Yeah, and it takes a lot, I think, to get Elon Musk to backpedal on something he's super proud about, like, oh, I'm unbanning <laughs> people, you know, and yeah. then uh, and then to backpedal and say, oh, actually, we're 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 locking Kanye's account. <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. Mm. This, this is not week. my take, but someone had a really funny take, which is George Bush, George W. Bush needs to come on TV and go, Kanye's doing a lot of harm to black people. <laughs> and I'm like, because it's true. He should be like, Kanye doesn't care about black people. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's tough. It's tough. I... Man. I think I said last time we were chatting about this on the show. I'm like, you know, where, where does it go from here? It's like, how, it can't get worse. You know, <laughs> it got worse. Yeah, it got way it worse. Got way worse. Like, yeah, it's. I literally don't even think because if you know, there's part of it. It's I'm sure he's being a bit of a troll, right? Hmm. But I don't know what else he can say. Really, like at this stage, I don't think he can say anymore. It's really like if he does certain things, like you know that lead singer from that uh, UK band who was, like, convicted of some horrendous crimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I don't even want to touch on, even what the band is, right? But, like, that guy is obviously way worse than Kanye West, right? (laughs) Like, legit. But Kanye West, from what you're saying, is pretty much just about as bad as you can get. So Yeah, and I'm just thinking, so 
six only six months ago we had a segment on the show where we talked about <laughs> the uh, the fact that Kanye pitched a game to Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> That's right. And that was only six months ago. Just think in that amount of time how far it's gotten to the point where I'm almost like I'm like almost want to take that video down because I'm like I don't want to have anything to do with Kanye on this bloody channel. But like how like we were like almost praising him in that segment for you know different yeah, reasons and stuff. That's true. Other than saying, obviously, he's just a wacky dude, but man, yeah. it has come so far along since yeah. then. That... We did say he's a wacky dude, but he's like, it's so. He's at a point now, honestly. I think it's one of those ones where they might need to take him off rotations on Spotify playlists and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's, that's kind of the point where he's at. Because I actually was at a cafe last week and they had Kanye West playing at the cafe, and I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't know. Certainly don't know. Got, got me to take one of his uh, CDs out of my multi-stacker CD thing. Really? In my car. Did it? Did it actually? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm like, I, I would rather not listen to this uh, for a while. It would be a bit awkward if someone came into the car and then it was like, Kanye, it's like slamming on there. It's like, ah. Uh, well, uh, uh, this, uh, unfortunately, this is not, well, maybe fortunately, this is not the Kanye West political podcast, no. but, uh, so I just want to hype, uh, for the, we will be talking about the Mario movie trailer in a little yes. bit, just the general information about it as well. But if you want to check out our live reaction, you go to our YouTube channel and, uh, click on the, make sure you click on the live tab because that's where it will be. And you can actually mm. see our live reaction to the little mini direct they had. You know, that live thing is actually throwing me now. I went on to... Which I don't like anymore, the H3 podcast. But mm. I wanted to see what their reaction to something was. And I'm like, oh, they haven't posted a video for like two months. I'm like, what the hell? Have they deleted all their videos? And then I'm like, oh, it's the live tab. I'm like, this live tab is really stupid, honestly. At, at least give the the people on YouTube or the content creators the ability to go, okay, I want this to show up in that one or mm. that one. You know, like that would solve the issue. Because then it's like... There's times when you probably don't want just a general live feed thing to show up in a normal video feed, but then you have yeah. a bit more control over it. But and uh, I know you said that you uh, you may have a question this week, but uh, I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna waste it with Mike not being here. Well, the, but the other thing to balance is like, I, I, is the question ever gonna get answered? <laughs> so you know what I realized that my sign behind me says no Mike Bigwig. <laughs> I didn't change it. It's actually been correct more times since I've left it like that than incorrect. Oh, All right, oh, do you well. want me to ask a question? I guess, because Mike okay. won't listen to the show, right? All right. So I'll ask him again. So sorry, audience. So the question is, if there was like a little devil, he popped in, right? And he said, and I, like, I'm, I'm trying to think if I should frame the actual number or ask you what the number would is be. Is it like the devil on your shoulder kind of thing? Not a devil on your shoulder. Okay. Just like a little demon devil. Anti-genie. Okay. An anti-genie, right? All right, all right? Instead of giving you a wish, it's it's make, giving you a choice, right? And the choice is you either play games and lose three years of your life, so your life expectancy, or don't play games and you're guaranteed to have those three years. Including, from this point on, you're guaranteed to have three years. Minimum. Like, you could drop dead tomorrow. Hmm. If, like, if this was... <laughs> this. I love it. No, no. If this, was, <laughs> if this was, like, offered to me when I was much younger, you know, let's say, like, 18, Ooh. 19 or something, I think the result would... The answer would probably be, 
no, I'd rather play games, right? <laughs> I like the way you're thinking about because this. of because yeah. we've got a lot more, got lot more years, time. So yeah, there, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, I don't know these days. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love video games. Obviously, I'm I'm a, I'm you know Mike would definitely call me addicted to video games in yeah. many in many ways. But I don't think I'd want to lose three years of my life. Really? So you'd say no? You'd give up gaming? Probably at this point. Well, wow! I'm shocked. And also, it's like, okay, does something like a Sudoku puzzle or a crossword count? That's yes, not a video yes. game. Yes, no, no, that's a game. Okay, that's, okay. That's any game. So, so no, it's any, any kind mobile of... mobile game, any game. Any kind of uh, game. I say video game, so not like board games. You can play board games. No, that's what I'm saying, like a pen and paper Sudoku. You can, pen and paper. Like, you can do okay, pen and paper. You can do pen and paper. Okay, okay. Because then I could, I could just do like logic puzzles to get my fix thing, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'd take... I don't think I would... achievements. <laughs> hey, I can get achievements from my toothbrush, so that, that's all right. <laughs> I'll focus on that. Um, how about you, oh, there's the I would give it up in a heartbeat. Like, I'm not taking... I pick three years because that's um, the, the drop in your life expectancy with heavy drinking for your life. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right? So I thought that'd be a funny, like, data point to use. But no, no, I would give it up, but... I think it becomes interesting when it's like one year. It's like one year. Okay, one year. Like, what does that mean? Like, I, it could be dying at like 87 or 88. Like, is that really going to make a difference? Hmm. And then for the rest of my life, I can't play games. Like, one year, I'm like, I don't know. Even me, I don't even play that many games. You know, the, the, time, you, the time of this question is very kind of strange <laughs> to me. Because... <laughs> For the first time, I never watched it before, I started watching Death Note, right? Yeah, yeah. And Death Note has a similar question offered to a character in oh, that, really? where it's like, would you give up part of your life to get this ability or something, right? And I'm like, yeah. man, that, that that was this week, and timing for you that's to funny. also talk about a demon, because it's like a demon asking the question as well, so that's, uh, yeah, good timing. That, that is funny. Joe Jives did ask a clarifying question. It depends if RTX is on or off. <laughs> well... I think uh, I think you're not a fan of RTX anyway, so I don't think... That no, I don't mind RTX. A... It's just like... I actually looked at my Epic's... Sorry, Xbox Game Pass account, right? Hmm. And it's got 495 games or something on there, right? And then I saw, oh, there's a way to sort it by ray tracing. Hmm. So I clicked ray tracing and there was like seven games. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like it was very like stark, just like... Man, all the GPU stuff is all pushed about ray tracing, and there's like mm. seven games out of 495 that support it. It's like, okay, this is marketing. As a marketer myself now. Well, I think it's time to chat about some video games. Yes, video games. Video so games. What have you been up to this week? Uh, my normal Splatoon 3 Picross mix. I'll mention Splatoon 3 later in the Sizzler section. Because uh, there's a new season out, uh, Picross. I'm I'm actually smashing this new Picross game I'm playing on the Switch. I really like the Game Boy Picross too. Picross two, the, it only was released in Japan. It's really good actually. Like they did some really good quality of life. <laughs> like it's actually one of the best versions of Picross. There's only a couple of things I would change. Um, so I'd really recommend that for people if they haven't played on Game Boy. I didn't realize. Um, I was I saw it the other day um, that there's like. A Super Nintendo Picross made by Jupiter that had like 12 
versions that was like yeah, yeah, yeah. via like a satellite download or something. Yeah, like correct. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's Super Famicom stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's like a Donkey Kong one, and it's like Donkey Kong Country style Donkey. Kong. Yeah, you can get a compilation of them. Like, I actually have read so much about Picross. It's quite <laughs> like I read all the history of like these variations and. There's like a collection and then a collection plus and it's like the same and I'm like... Because I'm like kind of going through them all. I don't think I'll play them all because it's like so long. But hmm. I am kind of working my way through to be fair. So, but yeah, yeah I've been playing that. Um, I actually installed Skyrim because hmm. I watched the full interview with uh, Todd Howard on the Lex Friedman podcast. Yeah. Really interesting, like, you know, if you want to get a bit of an insight into Bethesda and the upcoming games and just how he thinks about games in general but they were just banging on about Skyrim so much I'm like I gotta install Skyrim and like install some mods and then because I've never really played it on PC only Switch hmm. and I must admit I started trying to do the mods and I'm like this is fucking annoying and I was looking at adult mods I'm like this is so weird and then I'm like what's the what's a mod that I need and I'm kind of going through it. I'm like I don't really feel like I need these things then I started playing the intro cutscene I'm like oh I can't skip this alright I'm deleting this game <laughs> That was my Skyrim journey. <laughs> so that was your week of Skyrim. <laughs> Pretty much. And then the game I actually have been playing a bit is Loop Hero. So remind me, have you played a lot of Loop Hero? I have not played Loop Hero, but I am familiar with Loop Hero. This game is fucking good, man. This game is, like, insane how good it is. <laughs> I'm, like, super addicted already. It's, like, very similar in my mind. Not Not necessarily the structures and everything, but the loop of, like a Slay the Spire where it's just like oh just one more run like I was playing it I'm like oh I gotta cook dinner and I'm like oh but just maybe if I do this I can get more resources and it's a bit of a rogue flight so you know it's got that rogue element but you keep building your base and other things that you can do and it's just really really well made it's pretty insane how well made it is and it's a game maker game hmm. which I thought was pretty neat but um definitely check this out this is um I think I had this on Epic Games. I'm just I, trying to. I'm trying to remember who, if they made, if they made anything else. That I don't think. Like they're they're Russian, I think. So maybe I shouldn't be playing this game. Uh, okay, a game called Please Don't Touch Anything, which I'm not familiar with. For some reason, I thought Lupiro was made by someone that had also made a game that was like really well renowned, but uh, I don't know that game that much. Yeah. So like they are Russian. It's kind of interesting, right? Because. Is there an actual embargo on Russia at the moment? I don't even know. Well, who are the devs? Atomic Heart devs, are they Russian? They're Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's, I mean, there's definitely no embargo on that game coming out on Game Pass and stuff like that. It's interesting, isn't so... it? Look, anyway, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel bad for them because it's not like they're trying to wage war on Ukraine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But Loop Hero is freaking amazing, man. It's such a cool game. Like, I can, I can actually fully understand why people had this last year as their game of the year. Seriously, it's hmm. it's very of the ilk of, like, Vampire Survivors, Slay the Spire, like, tight, you know, Hades, tight game, like, really insanely addictive loop. Um, and just, like, kind of an interesting concept, the way you play the game. Like, it's very, like, everything's kind of automatic. It's about, like, how you set up the the, the loop itself. Um, it's very cool, actually. I might not talk much more about it and wait until you play it. I, I do feel like it's a PC game. It would work on anything, but, mm. man, just having a mouse and being able to click things and drag things around feels to me as, like, the way it's intended to be played. 
Well, I'm just checking. It's uh, it's only on um, Switch and PC. So oh, is not, it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Switch came after a while after because I remember them pushing it in a in a direct announcement. But um, it's not on PlayStation or Xbox. So I'd imagine it's going to come out on like Game Pass because it was on Epic Games for free. That's where I got it. Mm. So I didn't even pay for this bloody game. Like. Yeah, it's friggin' really good, man. I really super highly recommend this game. Um, I, I, I do think it's like Slay the Spy, though. I'm going to try to beat it. I don't even know if you can beat it. I, don't, I haven't read much about the game. But I don't think I'm going to try to stick to it. Because I could play this game for, like, 500 hours. Easy. Like it's one of the... It's just... Honestly, it's one of those kind of games. 500. <laughs> um, just add... Talk, talking about Epic, have they started their whole free game to Christmas thing yet? Or is that... Uh, a- I think it's next week. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, as a PSA, if anyone doesn't know, they give out a free game generally every day for what, 12 days or something, isn't it? Yeah, and then they went longer last time. So, like, what are they saying this year? I think they're saying it's going to be longer. It might be... I don't know, I'm just checking it now live. And, I mean, some of these games are absolute bangers. They're not, like, bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. No, exactly. Uh, I can't find it right now, but, yeah, I remember seeing that there's going to be like 15 games I think that are going to be free but yeah sometimes they'll have like insane like Batman Arkham Trilogy and stuff like that I hear it is yeah from the 15th of December every day all the way out to the 29th so and then one final giveaway for the last week well talk talk me about 12 Days of Christmas um True Achievements have started their 12 Days of Christmas challenge that I love every year so for anyone uh, needs that may have listened when I've talked about this in the last prior two years. Uh, basically, you know, obviously it's an achievement website. Um, it's a, the most popular one. So what they do is they, every day leading up to, you know, those 12 days of Christmas, basically they will um, give you a challenge and then you have to complete it. Like this year, for instance, I think the first day was, hey, unlock an achievement from a game that has the word remastered or definitive in the title. You know, so I'm like, okay, so I got an Ori in the Blind Forest uh, remar- definitive edition achievement. I'm like, that's cool. The next day was, hey, unlock two achievements. So it's new achievement every, uh, an extra achievement every day um, that has two capital letters in the start of the achievement name and things like that. So, and they give you a way to check what those valid achievements are and stuff. So I just want to mention that, you know, it's, I love doing it each year. I did a little bit of a mini segment two years ago on it, if you someone wants to actually know a bit more about it. But yeah, it's just, cool cool thing to do you know like just really interesting little mini challenges so now the other game uh, another game i've been playing this week and uh, unfortunately it's put me in a bit of a a weird spot is uh, a game called quest hunter that i actually completed a couple months back and integral i didn't really talk about in the show but i did do a special segment where i challenge you and mike to describe some games based on their title alone i don't know if you remember that it was like yeah, yeah, Royal, yeah, Royal. And Frontier I think I guessed one of them pretty closely. Or yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And the one that I didn't end up using was this game, Quest Hunter, because the name is so generic. It's like Quest Hunter. What the hell? Yeah. It's actually a decent little action RPG. But anyway, like that game came out like two years ago, and then out of nowhere they dropped a DLC pack this week, and one, one a pretty pricey one at that. It's like twenty bucks, right? And I thought I'm like you know what, like, I liked the game, this is a very indie dev, and I'm like, I'm gonna get this DLC pack, right? I'm gonna support them, I'm gonna play, like, I'm not gonna wait for it to go on special and stuff. And I'm playing through it, and it corrupted my save. Oh, no! I'm like, and I don't have enough save file, and I'd have to play through the entire game again to get there, and I'm like, 
So the first thing I did is like this DLC came out that day and I ended up emailing the support of the devs. They're called Two Zombie Games. And about three hours after I emailed them, I got an email from them, actually from the CEO of the company. <laughs> That's awesome. <Shout laughs> saying, out. saying um, <laughs> you know, oh, we're aware of the issue and thanks, can you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so just, I just, I, it's a bit of a mini rant because it's still not fixed yet, but they are fixing it. So it's like also like a bit of a good guy dev kind of situation. Yeah. So, but it is like if that doesn't get fixed, I'm just gonna be like, man, like I ponied up twenty bucks and it just ruined my save files. <laughs> like, god damn it! Can anyway. I just say, like, because that triggers something. I was also looking at, I was thinking about playing Minecraft again, right? Hmm. Then I was checking out Minecraft Dungeons, and it has this massive warning on the Xbox Game Pass store at the start of it. It's like huge warning: if you are uninstalling this game on Windows 10 your save file will be deleted and there's like there's no way to recover it and it's not cloud saved or something like that it's the most unprofessional like description i've ever seen i'm like fucking mark you know i rant all the time about Mm. microsoft and the shit way they do things and it's amazing they own fucking windows (laughs) it's like they don't know how to fucking set things up like a game they own now I mean, yeah. that's the first time I've ever seen anything, heard anything like that. That's wild. Yeah, um, like, I thought it was, like, so weird. I'm like, why why is it like this? This is so weird. Well, what's weird there is, I'm just checking if it, it's... Um, Look, I'm just, I'm just making sure I can't dox myself here. Uh, okay, it looks like I don't have anything that I... Okay, so... Look, look, look. So, this is the screen. You can see here. If you were playing... So, this is Minecraft Dungeons, right? Hmm. It says here, in about, if you are playing the Windows 10 version of this game and you uninstall the game, your f- save files will be permanently removed. This means that your save file will be deleted and you will lose all your progress. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is this is the shit that drives me crazy with Microsoft and the Xbox ecosystem. It's like, shit works, but then sometimes doesn't. It's like super unreliable and super inconsistent. Minecraft, it's re- man. It's really, it's really weird because on... Um True Treatments is also really good about they like if you want to find out what features a game has if it's play anywhere if it's stuff like that it'll list it all what's really weird is so there's cross play there's transferable progress but it's not called play anywhere so play anywhere is generally where it would you pick it up Cloud on console stuff, yeah. stuff like that but it's also it's like there's a Nintendo Switch version as well so how does this all work it's so weird it must <laughs> Oh, weird, weird mm. anomaly this game. So what's this secret game? What's this secret All right, game? So secret game, so I was actually, Mike's not here, and I was going to kind of like pretend, I, I did play a little bit, pretend that I'd actually played a lot of Disco Elysium, um, just because I know he's wanting me to play that game for a while. I did mm. actually try it for a little bit, but the game I was actually oh, then going to so say... So you're not going to talk about Disco Elysium? No, no, the game actually, <laughs> the secret game that I was actually going to say yeah. is actually Fall Guys. I finally... Oh, Fall Guys. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've wanted to try for a while. Um, what did you play it on? Xbox. So I played it on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. What um, a fucking stupid question. Yeah, exactly. Um, but basically, I'm just like, you know, I just want to just try it out. And that game is pretty fun. Like, it's it's definitely a game where, you know, I got my fill after like an hour and a half. And it's like some of the like challenges they put you in, you know, like, oh, not this one again. Like, I'd rather something else. But uh, it's look, I can get why that game blew up in popularity, but I also understand why people didn't really stick with it because I don't think it's really a game that you stick with, you know. Yeah, I think even Among Us is a bit like that, right? It, it's these type of games that they get super hyped up, 
they don't really have a huge amount of longevity. And I think the way they rolled it out, where they had it on PlayStation initially, and then it was like nowhere, hmm. really hurt the game. Obviously, the Switch version is shit. Like, hmm. I'd imagine the PC and the Xbox is fine, but man, the Switch version is rough. <laughs> it is yeah. rough. Oh yeah, Xbox version is like fine. Like, I'm playing yeah. Series X, but um, it's the thing with Among Us though is like depending on the group of people playing, like there's emergent storytelling. Like there's all different ways game can happen. Whereas Fall Guys, it's like the same thing each time, just with some variation. Um, yeah. But it's fun. It's it's fun. Like I'd play it again if you know, especially for a group of people. Um, yeah, but, that's where it would have been really fun when everyone was hyped about it, and you know, like they're getting all crazy about there's it, a cool so. sonic stage actually like that they bring come oh really on. yeah so yeah, okay. that, that was neat um but the game i probably played the most um this week well, i talked about it a little bit last week was scarlet nexus so that was that action rpg mm. uh, very anime uh, from ben onamco and i talked last week that i didn't really like the game that much it had amazing combat and i kind of undersold how good the combat in like this game if somebody said it was made by platinum you, you wouldn't think twice about it that's how good mm. the combat is um, it does actually play very similar to something like a near automata or something like that but mm. um but i said like the story and like a lot of the rest of the game i just wasn't feeling it the story was horrible and the story did get better but i what i didn't talk about last week as well is the fact that when you start a new game you choose between two characters and it's like okay do you play this person's story or that person's story and while there's definitely crossover and levels and stuff it, they're almost completely different um, playthroughs for like 70% of it and playing through the other side of the story like on a new game plus filled in a lot of the gaps and made me go that story was ridiculous it did make <laughs> a lot more sense it's yeah. still not a good story but uh, it did okay. improve where it's like things you like that is just why is that character acting like that so stupid and then you kind of understand why they're acting like that a bit um and i kind of wish i'd played through that other story first because i think it would have worked better but Mm, i ended up winning me over a little bit um i think it's it's still on game pass i think it's if anyone likes those kind of like jrpg action rpgs it's worth a shot definitely um but i think that yeah it's i'll ended up being a little disappointed by it but okay interesting so I'm so really was... fascinated about Disco Elysium, though. Well, I didn't play enough of it to really want to talk to it. Um, I've only played, like, oh, got out to, like, the outside of the hotel that you start in and talk to the character. So yeah. the the one thing I did know is, obviously, the writing is fantastic in the game, but it's also writing that wouldn't work in 95% of games. Like, it's very much... If anyone says, you know, oh, every game should be like that game in terms of writing, it's like, no. But... It is, it is fantastic. And the voice acting, I'd be interested to know, like, I obviously haven't played much, but because they added the voice acting in in that director's cut version or whatever it's called, I'd be interested to know... Final the re- cut. Final cut. The How people that played the game before the voice acting felt about the voice acting, because I think it's really good, but it's also very, very, like, jar, almost jarring at first. Like, it's really, it's like almost over the top in some regards, but it's cool. So it's it just but you're, yeah, but that's a fresh take for you, right? That, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think coming to it <clears> fresh, I'm like, okay, this this all works. But that's why I'm wondering if someone played it and then came back to replay. It's like I don't know if I like the voice acting kind of thing. It, I'd be interested to see we get people's reaction on that. But because uh, I, I totally think if you are coming from not having that, then getting it, and it's not what you would expect, right? It'd be like jarring. Because like <laughs> a weird anecdote. 
So I got the family photos for like Christmas photos today. Mm. And <clears throat> they're all come through in digital format and stuff like that. And I was asking my wife, which one does she prefer? Right. And then at the end of it, I'm like, you know, I could like, I, I said this pretty much as a joke cause I didn't want to do this, but I'm like, you know, I could just take like the best of everything and make it into one photo. Right. And she goes, mm. Oh yeah, do it. And I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, no, no, do it, do it, do it. Right. Like, and I'm like, okay, I'll try. So I actually amalgamated all the best takes, each of the best heads. And you got to understand, it's like my two boys and then we got two dogs in the photo as well, right? So there's like six and then Santa. So it was the best shot for Santa as well, right? Wait, so did they give you like digital versions? Yeah, correct, right? Okay, wow. So okay. I picked all the, the seven best faces and merged them all together into one with Affinity Photo, right? Two. Affinity Photo 2. And then I showed my mom who's in town. I'm like, here, yeah, this is the Christmas photo. Cause she was there she saw it and she goes oh this is amazing i go it looks weird doesn't it and she's like what what do you mean and she's like looking at it really carefully i'm like she's like what do you what do you mean what's weird about it like you've what taken me out of the photo i go no 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 it's seven photos all combined into one and she's like what the fuck and we're using that as the photo now oh, that's that's funny that's so funny. it's gonna be interesting to see what you think because you'll you'll be getting one so yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I, now that you've told me, yeah. So but other people, ruin, you, other people won't know. Other you could have given me that challenge and asked me if I know. Nah, because I'm nervous that you'd actually pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I, now I've got a good defense. Other people are not that, you know, understanding of the photoshopping of life. All right. Well, I think it's time to get into some news, and we're kicking off with the Super Mario Movie mini direct trailer thingy that we watched. So Nintendo held that little mini event that was probably only like, I don't know, six, eight minutes or something. It yeah, was really short. Um, so it had the new trailer, but it also had some, you know, a bit of talking heads from the, some of the actors and actresses and all that stuff. Hey, hey, but, wait, you're missing the most important part. Mm-hmm. That I was wearing a Socceroos jumper and basically like, there's no chance the Socceroos are going to win. Massive, huge underdogs playing the 10th best team in the world, right, in Denmark. And then we won that night and made it through to the next round of the World Cup. How how crazy is that? That's the most important thing. That is completely irrelevant. (laughs) No, we did do that live reaction, as I said, at the top of the show. If you want to go check out our actual, like, legit live reactions to to the trailer that's playing on the YouTube B-roll at the moment, you can check that out. Uh, but look, there's not... I wouldn't say there's a lot to talk about that we didn't kind of cover there, but I think we both thought that the trailer was really cool. Yeah, like, where I'm kind of landing on it is... I, I, like, I, I've gone from, like... If this is, like, a Sonic equivalent movie... Okay, cool, right? So now I'm like, this might just be a good movie. It might just be a good feel-good movie, just, like... Hmm. Not quite a Pixar-level movie, right? But, like, you know the Lego movie? I really like the hmm. Lego movie. Like, my kids watch that. I could still, like... I've watched it a few times. I still sit down and watch it. I'm like, that's a good movie. <laughs> you know, it's not like setting the world on fire or anything, but I think given that, like, I love Mario and this universe so much that, you know, if it's half decent, I'm going to love it. So I'm going to see it with my eldest son when it comes out. You know what? Uh, as a bit of a side uh, note. You know what animated movie I thought wasn't that great and what? everyone seemed to love? Toy Story 4. I didn't like Toy Story 4. Yeah, dude, like, I... So, I'm way off Pixar in general, right? I think the Cars movies suck balls. Like, they're so bad, right? And I've seen them a bunch of times, and I've never liked them. Not one single time. And Toy Story... I really like Toy Story 3, but Toy Story 4 just felt like... 
this is like, what are they doing? Like, why are they making... And they're making Toy Story 5 right now. Toy Story 3 felt like such a good kind of almost like wrap-up to that yeah, story. Yeah, it was quite number, poignant the way they made it. Number 4 just really felt like... Ah, this, they just need an excuse to get this one out. But uh, it, just, It's very... um, <laughs> It's really purely Disney, Toy Story 4, right? It, it's got more heart than most Disney stuff does these days, but... It's still like, uh, I don't know, it's a bit icky. And then mm. the fact that they're making Toy Story 5 just gives me the shits, man. Well, with the Super Mario movie, I think it looks way better than Toy Story 4, uh, personally. Ooh, that's uh, that's a big call. Yeah, I yeah. have a, uh, I have Mike's reaction, you know. Yes, he, yes. He, has, he hasn't given me approval to post this, but uh, to say this, <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway, considering he's not here. But yeah, I thought, let's just go right. we're like, we're going to have a segment and Mike's going to give his thoughts because he wasn't on the live reaction. And he says, the, the trailer looks all right. Saw it early today. <laughs> I'll wait till it's on a streaming service, but it could be a great cinema film. So, glowing endorsement. Glowing endorsement. <laughs> wait till it's on a streaming Glow- service. I might watch it if it comes to some streaming service. Uh, look, okay. knowing Mike's, you know, how Mike feels about like Mario and Nintendo IP in general, I think, you know, you have to like. Actually that's, actually that's actually a huge endorsement. That yeah. is actually an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually a massive endorsement of the movie. The movie's great. So I just wanted to reiterate as well. We talked about it before that um, this game, uh, sorry, this, game, this movie has like a spread release schedule, so it's not yeah, all it's coming really out weird. in, the, this, in this, every region the same day, but like quite quite spread out across March to like late April yeah, next year. So in some uh, countries in Europe, like obviously, like I'm not going to list them all, but you know, uh, basically between the 22nd of March to like the 30th of March, in a whole bunch of countries there. For Australia and New Zealand and UK, it's dropping on the 30th of March, and then the 7th of March for USA and sorry, 7th of April for USA and Canada, and Japan on the 27th of April. So they're getting it um, last in the list that I saw. Well, so. Why do you think? Like, because remember I mentioned this last time, and I'm like, this, is this just right? I don't get this right. But why do you think they're doing this? I have zero idea. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that's actually common um, for because this is not anymore. Not anymore. But for for um, you know, I look at Super Mario movie and I'm like, this is a Western production, right? In my head, because it's Illumination and everything, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's common for Western movies to get a later release date in like Japan, for instance. So I'm not sure. Yeah, but even like having it two weeks apart I thought was quite strange in like Europe to the US like this is a complete shot in the dark but maybe there's some public holidays or something around it's that like Easter, time but... I'm just wondering if there's something where it's like it makes sense for them to have it in that week and it's going to get them the most like interest I have no idea but um Okay, so, like, okay, this is interesting. I'm like, okay, I'm going to double check this. So, same studio, right? Some deep investigative (laughs) journalism here. (laughs) This is is what we get into sometimes, like some stupid shit, right? Anyway, um, how do I bring this up? Just give me a second. Following on from our frame-by-frame analysis in the live reaction video. So, uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru, that's coming out this year, right? 2020, well, it came out this year, sorry. 2022. This is the same people, right? So if you actually go to the release dates, I actually had this release dates. You see that it came out in Australia on the 16th of June, right? Mm-hmm. And then look at this, Japan, 15th of July. Hmm. So maybe it's, yeah, just their pattern. Man, Italy got that late. 
I wonder if it's a bit of a press junket, you know what I mean? Like, they're taking some of the voice actors around the place. Maybe. Hey, hey, we're a big Australian podcast. I want to interview Chris Pratt. And I want to go, what's your best Italian version of Mario? Come on, do it for the people. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask him about that, uh, you know, what it was like to work on that movie uh, with... Um, oh, what was it that... It was the movie where um, Wa- Joaquin Great Phoenix, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix uh, like fell in love with an AI, and Chris Pratt was like one of his. Colleagues. Oh, her, her, yeah. That's a that. that's an awesome movie, right? That is a good movie. But there was one problem with that movie. I watched it with my parents, right? <laughs> and then there's one scene where he's like basically making love to the AI, mm. right? And we're all Scarlett sitting, Johansson in AI form. We're all sitting there and it's like very awkward, even as an adult. It's because it's also very, it's actually more intimate than a, than a straight up graphic sex scene, in my opinion, because it's more like, you know, mental. So, hey, like, would you interview Seth Rogen if he could come on the show? I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone in in my life other than like no, we did. a random work newsletter No, we did, no. We we interviewed someone for our uh, prior podcast. Okay. Yes, yes. I don't. Th- that was yeah, an actor. Okay, okay, that was that was that was. Um, that's probably the. We one got chops. We got chops. <laughs> Interviewing chops. Straight from Australian kids TV to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll reach out to Nintendo to see how we go. All right. Well, I don't know if there's any more <laughs> thoughts you have about the Mario movie. No, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm going to go watch it. I'm excited. Cool. Same, uh, it was a bit of a beast of the next story, so I thought we'd jump mm. into it, which is Nintendo versus the Smash World Tour and uh, everything that's going on with this. So this is probably the biggest news story of the week from For what us. I've seen. Well, it's just in general, like it just seems to be the one that dominated like the subreddits and the, the news sites and stuff. Um, whether or not that's a indication it was a slow news week or it was just like everyone loves a bit of drama, you know. Um, but this is definitely drama. So we basically had, you know, the biggest uh, smash probably like circuit ever from from what I've read. Um, get can- their championships cancelled, which were meant to happen like mid December, because of basically failed license talks and negotiations with Nintendo. So there's a lot here. Um, I guess the you know. We're, one thing I just want to say up front is this is a real evolving story. So we're just going to talk about what we know up until this date. We, there could be news that comes out tomorrow and it might change our opinions and stuff. And just or like now. Any, Yeah, just like any of these kind of stories, obviously, you know, we're going to try to take a real, you know, like, like try to really seep down the middle and, and look at the facts. But there is obviously, there's there's a lot of uproar about this from the community. So the Smash World Tour this year had over 6,400 events as part of the uh, the tour across the world and had over 325,000 entrants. So this is massive. And they claimed, I don't know if it's the case, but um, the largest esports tour in history, They, from what they've said. And the those championships that were meant to happen mid-December had a prize pool of over 250,000 US dollars, with next year's tour hoping to up to like 350,000. So this is a big deal in the smash community and it was also a real beacon of light after the pandemic and and everything kind of like really cut off like all esports communities but obviously the smash community as well um but yeah in a lengthy statement the smash world tour um, which is run by vg bootcamp they uh, outlined that the difficulties faced trying to get that license from nintendo um, were
were essentially the reason why they cancelled the event. So, quote, Without any warning, we received notice the night before Thanksgiving that Nintendo would no longer... Uh, sorry, from Nintendo that we could no longer operate. This was especially shocking given our discourse with Nintendo the past 12 months. So this statement is... There's a lot here. Uh, mm. We can't go through it all. Um, and they're kind of... I'll bring up the Panda Global stuff in a second, but there's not only obviously were they trying to explain the process they went through with Nintendo over like 12 months to get this license. So it's not something they just applied for and they just knocked them back. But also the fact that there's a rival circuit out there being run by esports group Panda Global that they have basically claimed that there was, you know, a a lot of shenanigans happening with them and and tournament operators and things like that. So I don't know where you want to start with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big beast, isn't it? Mm. I mean, this statement's super long. Like, we've, we've, <laughs> this is becoming like a consistent thing that's happening in games at the moment. You've got this, and then the other one we didn't go into the nth level of detail because uh, Mike wasn't keen to talk about it, was the Activision Blizzard stuff where they also had like a really long statement all about PlayStation and like Sony and Xbox and how they mm. operate and lots of redacted stuff and it was pretty interesting stuff as well, but... Well, what am I? I might start with the Panda Global stuff because I think it kind of sets up, you know, the the scene because Nintendo obviously like this denied given the license. No, the um, it's it's part of that statement, the first statement that they uh, put out, Smash World Tour. Basically, oh, okay, this one, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that letter. So within this letter, not only obviously do they talk about the relationship with Nintendo, but with Panda Global, they claim that Panda Global, who, as I mentioned, they're part, they're officially partnered with Nintendo for that rival circuit called the Panda Cup. Um, they claim in this letter that they were involved in pressuring tournament organisers to sign on to that Panda Cup and not the Smash World Tour exclusively um, and all face potential shutdown, right? So that's the whole thing. It's that, you know, the people claiming that um, the head CEO of Panda Global, I think his name is Dr. Allen, was actually going to tournament organisers or like specific ones that I'll mention in a moment and saying, hey, look, hey, if you don't sign on with us exclusively... Nintendo could shut you down, right? So when Nintendo raised up with... Uh, sorry, when Smash World Tour raised up with Nintendo, like, hey, what's going on here? Nintendo said, the Panda CEO, Dr. Allen, does not represent Nintendo and they would have to have a conversation with him about his behaviour. Um, and Smash World Tour said, unfortunately, the attempts from Panda to undermine our tour did not stop and the CEO continued to tell organisers that they were definitely not coming back in 2022 and if we did they'd get shut down shortly after their announcement furthermore organizers were told that their individual events would also be at risk if they're on the smash world tour so basically just you know it's almost like threats right Mm -hmm. and again this is smash world tour claiming this Uh, a few organizers told us this directly and as the primary reason they did not participate in the smash world tour because they were found that pressure and they also claimed that Panda threatened the major Smash broadcast to be on the summit with a shutdown if they did not part from their up with the Panda Cup um, and provide them broadcasting rights. So I just want to set the scene about the claims there because when, in Nintendo statements, why they you know didn't issue a license, they actually mentioned this. they bring this up and, and everything. So I just want to get that out. And that's been a lot of where the hatred has kind of been directed, you know, especially in the early first days of this whole thing. Mm. Um, in terms of Nintendo denying the license for the Smash World Tour, I remember like they had a championship in like mid December, so they this was happened this week. In November, Nintendo informed, um, well, 
Yeah, so Nintendo informed Smash World Tour they would not be issuing them a license for the upcoming championships or any activity in 2023. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there because it's like just out... It's one thing to say, hey, we're not going to issue you stuff for this thing that you've proposed, but for anything next year, right? And this led to a lot of people, like, really, especially initially, worrying, like, hey, what does this mean? Because they basically said... You know, as a last-ditch effort, we so this is Smash World Tour. We asked if we could continue running the championships until next year without a license and shift our focus to working with Nintendo 2024. We were told directly that those times are now over, and that's the statement that the community is like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like, does this mean that we can't, we can no longer run events if Nintendo don't issue a license?" And remember, this was a huge circuit, right? This is not a, just a small grassroots thing. A lot of those mini events were grassroots that made part of it, but that, and, you know, like they basically thought that was the final nail in the coffin and they had to cancel the championships. Mm. Um, and that kind of, let, that was where it ended with that first statement. Um, and that was on the, I think it was the 30th? No, what, what was it? 30th of November? Yeah, what I think it was right that. Yeah, so, and it's obviously been a, a yeah, few days since then. Yeah, like it's been American time. Quite a few days since then, so then there's been updates. But the whole where it started off was Smash World Tour saying we're cancelling because Nintendo say we we can't operate without a license and everything's falling through. So yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack in this whole thing. Um, first of all, they were really they talked about how Nintendo was so good working with them throughout like the first like maybe seven to eight months of this whole thing. And then it's almost like it felt like there was just a pin drop and then they're like, no, nah, you can't do this. And that's where people were like, well, where's Panda Global involved in this? Because they're the ones partnered with Nintendo. Are they pressuring Nintendo to do this? So there was so many people just throwing like wild accusations out there about how Panda Global's involvement and everything. But clearly there was, there was some stuff going on. Um, but... This brings us to the next thing, which was Nintendo, actually, their official statement on this. Because remember, this that was Smash World 2 just saying, hey, this is what happened. So first, Nintendo, a spokesman spoke to Kotaku, and they basically said, um, unfortunately, after continuous conversations with the Smash World Tour, and after giving the same deep consideration we apply to any potential partner, we were unable to come to an agreement with Smash World Tour for a full circuit in 2023. So they're referencing next year, not even this championships. Nintendo did not request any changes to or cancellation of the remaining events in 2022, including the 2022 championships, um, considering the negative impact on players who were already planning to participate. So Nintendo saying that they didn't request the event to be cancelled. Right now, there's there's another official statement, but this is this. I remember like watching like content creators like uh, and like you know play major players in the scene like Hungrybox talking <sighs> about this like the day it came out and then like a couple days later when this statement came out just being utterly confused like wait so has it been a miscommunication are Panda mm. able to hold this championship but they thought Nintendo said they couldn't but it's like it's so weird it's saying okay you can't have a license to run this and you can't operate but we're not saying you you have to cancel it well, I'm, but that does. I understand what that means legally. Hmm. So we're, we're saying we are not licensing it, but essentially they're also saying they're not going to enforce the non-compliance with the fact that you don't have a license. 
there's one thing that we need to establish, right? Like, just the way the law works in all the countries we're talking about, right? It's even stricter in Japan, and it's, like, really different in Japan, but most of the countries we're talking about, America, Australia, Europe, have pretty much the same general concept that this is Nintendo's IP, and if you want to play these games competitively, even if you don't stream it, right? But if you want to have an event and bring people in, even if it's not charging money, right? Hmm. It is their right, their legal right, to, like, basically shut that down. Because Hmm. it's it's a usage of their license, their IP, right? The only right you have is to play the game at your house, basically, right? Or online with their friends in a format that they have approved of, right? Hmm. Now, that's the legal perspective, right? So I think from their perspective, they're basically like, we don't want to give you a license. That's the whole point of mm. what they're trying to say. And we're just saying, you don't need to cancel this this year's events. But essentially, like, if you run next year's events, we'll come after you. That's how I'm kind of translating their statement. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to, like, Smash World Tour, in that first statement, they, they said, like... I, I read it all, but there's so much there that it's like they definitely kind of go into a bit more there about you know like why they felt they needed to cancel. But it is an, it is a real kind of interesting thing that you know even like people that are really well versed like I'm I'm an outsider to the Smash scene. I love Smash yeah, Brothers, yeah. We're both and there, I yeah. yeah I have a, like a passing knowledge of like some of the main players and and organizations and stuff. But I'm not like I'm not in that world. And, but there's people I was saying like the Hungry Boxes and everything and there was a good chat that he had um, Hungry Box had with um, a Panda Global member um, uh, IBDW about this and they were basically also just like really confused at this um, you know like situation and that was around that time but I guess what I kind of wanted to get to so Nintendo that was their spokesperson talking to Kotaku and then two days later they had their bigger official statement about this whole thing and it actually goes into... It doesn't exactly say why they didn't issue the license, but it gives a bit more context. And in that official statement, um, it says, Nintendo's decision was solely based on our assessment of the proposals submitted by the Smash World Tour and our evaluation of their unlicensed activities. This decision was not influenced by any external parties such as Panda Global. So they they were clear to say that, you know, that it wasn't influenced mm. by Panda Global, but we'll come back to Panda Global in a, in a little bit. Any partner that we grant a license has to meet the high standards we require when it comes to the health and safety of our fans. And that was as much as they really explained. Like, there's more to that statement. Um, but that's kind of like when you try to knuckle down, okay, why didn't they actually grant the license? That's as that's as kind of detailed as they really went. Um, and they didn't look, they don't need to explain to people why they didn't give the license. That's like, but that's, that's a... That's, well, that's, that's, maybe they do yeah. now. Well, it would help. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It would certainly help. Um, especially, like, considering they've said and no activity... And any activities next year, which to me is, like... Like, remember, like, this 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 was a massive, like, prize pool, a massive amount of entrance and stuff. So it's thrown, like... At the moment, like, if unless something changes, uh, VG Bootcamp running Smash World Tour are going to lose shitload of money from this like they're going to be so out of pocket because they're also refunding people entrance fees and uh, it's a really bad situation for them because i don't know if you wanted to i don't i don't i know it's not in your run sheet and again like the story is kind of like evolving mm. really quickly that you know ludwig who used to be mm. a big um 
commentator, right, for Smash, player commentator, but now he's like a big streamer and just internet personality in general. Um, he's actually going to run like an ad hoc tournament this month to raise money for BGBC. I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is also interesting because he's a bit like, it's like a red rag to the bull. It's like, all right, I'm going to run this. Like, do you want to come after know. me? Come on. Like, I think he actually wants them to come after him because mm. it's like, all right, let's dance. <laughs> yeah, and look, I, as you said, like Nintendo are well within their right to say, okay, we don't want offic- to officially license this event, right? And we, we, we talked about this before in the past with the big house and like all other events yeah. in the past where Nintendo have shut, got them shut down, shut down for, you know, various reasons. For instance, like I think the big house was using Slippy, the online mod for Melee. And that's why, you know, I think that's what Nintendo went on with that one. But I think coming back to this Panda Global thing and you brought it up now, which is good, is the still the communities like you know panda global was you know a pretty mm. big name in the community like they've got a bunch of top players under their belt they're not only related to smash they're related to some other you know games as well um but the a lot that h was to the ceo the dr allen like is like so much so that like i'll, I'll say it now like a lot of their members are actually they've either resigned from the organization or they're actually said they're intended including some top names like IBDW I talked about and Plup and Wadi and Kony as well so very big names in the community that have basically said they're no longer they don't want to be part of Panda Global and don't forget like we've we've actually covered Panda before so we like and we had a whole thing on their um, GameCube controller yeah like that they cancelled like I'm from my recollection, I backed that, and it got cancelled, right? Yeah, and like that thing seemed cool, and it was weird that it got can- ended so quickly, you know. Um, yeah, it was but- like literally got funded by like the tune of like millions of dollars, mm. and then like it was literally like the next day. Oh no, we've cancelled this. It was so weird. Well, not only did we cover that, we also covered the announcement of the Panda Cup and them officially yeah. partnering with Nintendo, which at the time was like hey, Nintendo's, this is going to be the first officially licensed circuit, you know? And, well, this, yeah, it's obviously this has gotten to this situation. But And I think I told you as well that they actually reached out to us mm. to clarify some stuff. But I looked at it, I'm like, I don't think they're right, like, in what they're trying to clarify. Like, About I don't the agree. controller. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a bit, like... We kind of went back and forth a bit, actually. I'm, like, looking at the DMs right now, so... So... Mm. Just as a, a mini recap, remember I, uh, earlier I said they the letter, the first letter from Smash World 2 was saying that the CEO of Panda Global was going around telling tour organisers you should sign on with us exclusively or you could get shut down, right? And so remember Nintendo said Panda Global was not an influence in the whole championships getting not getting licensed. So Panda Glo- people were waiting for Panda Global statements. So that's what we're getting to now. So they said this is just one part of it but the team was not informed of any intention to cancel the Smash, uh, Smash World 2 championships nor has the team ever engaged in conversations that sought those ends Panda has listened to the community and changed some of our approaches to working with tournaments based on that feedback the Panda uh, sorry the Panda Cup team does acknowledge and regret an interaction between Dr. Allen and Beyond the Summit so I mentioned that yeah. earlier in which he spoke in a manner that does not reflect either guidance from Nintendo or our own statements. So, 
so look I'm very happy that they at least admitted fault on that I don't think you know look who knows the discussions between you know Nintendo and, and someone like a partner like Pan and Glover yeah. Cup, but I don't think Nintendo is going to make a decision to not issue a license based on Panda saying it personally I just don't think Nintendo I feel has the power in that exchange but I don't know if, I don't know what you think well I like you know what like so we're both outsiders to the smash scene mm. and we love the smash scene but we're outsiders to it right mm. and I've even I even watched it like you know uh technicals the youtuber slash you know uh smash player agitator and all that kind of stuff right mm. and he, like he's an interesting cat and you know, he's hated by a lot of people, including by VGBC and the people who are behind VGBC, right? I do kind of wonder if, like, Nintendo just looks at it and goes, like, you know, there's so much smoke around the, the Smash scene. Like, i got to be mm. honest. Like, I love Smash, and I, I do, in general, love the Smash scene, but for fuck's sake, it is so childish and... And, like, a shock, it's childish. It's a kid's mm. game that, like, adults are playing, right? Like, but it's it just... It's run in a way... And, you know, look, I, I do work at a large company and, you know, see proper practices in place, but they don't have the right governance. You know, like, look at all the stuff that happened in 2020, which was horrible, right? But the way that they were, like, going after people and, like, cancelling people and then putting people on global ban lists and having like secret evidence and only a couple of people saw the evidence and they're banned and there's no way to you know interrogate it or do anything it's like they're just kind of a law unto themselves like a lot of the mm. scene and I, I you know like nintendo is an ultra ultra conservative company right mm. and i don't know man i think you know if they were looking at anything to do with the smash scene vgbc like the technical stuff not saying it's technicals but you know mm. like just the smoke around a lot of this stuff they're just i think they look at it and go is this worth the brand risk for fucking mm. like a smash tour and maybe they look at panda and go they've got it really buttoned down tight like how mm. they're going to run the events and but the way they've executed this whole thing is just about as horrible as they could ever like it's almost like if they designed it to be terrible <laughs> in terms of like like pissing off the community like mm. getting the backs of the vibes of when they pulled out of like e3 uh, sorry um they pulled out of um oh man i'm blanking on the name jesus uh evo, evo. sorry yeah when they forced like the organizers to not have melee and then the community went fucking wild about that right mm. like i think they're back into that space honestly and and you know my recommendation to the community i think like what they should do is they should actually, instead of have VGBC organize the events, right? They should actually get the participants to sign up as organizers, right? So get like a thousand people to be the organizers officially, right? So if Nintendo wanted to sue them for an unlicensed game, they're like literally suing a thousand people, right? Mm. And I think like they almost need to be like have some serious balls and like put Nintendo basically like, Nintendo, what are you going to do? Are you going to actually blow us all up or, you know, are you going to back off, right, with this bullshit? So, there's no yeah, other I, company has this problem, right? Let's be real. Yeah, and for me, like, when it comes to the Panda stuff, 
I I look at the amount of people that have said they're leaving, big names, mm. people, and people like Coney that are really like you know have big presence yeah, on YouTube part content, of the community. commentators and stuff yeah. like that. And if they're that quick to to leave over the situation, then I think there's definitely like I definitely think there's something here. You know, like the oh, they apologize for it. But I think that, like, Nintendo is going to Nintendo all the time, right? Oh, yeah, and yeah. I think it absolutely sucks the fact that if it seems like they dragged them on with this. Because they talked about the fact that they had a proposal out in April and, like, there were d- good discussions, but they were just like, hey, it's on the back burner. Hey, it's on the back burner. Hey, we can't get to this. Like, the fact that it went so long, I like I, I really regret that I, I feel sorry for the VG bootcamp people there because they probably had a hope on those early discussions that Nintendo was actually going to support them on that and give them the license but it is it is kind of like a fucking you know like Nintendo's proven this in the past um, yeah. you can't take them at their word all the time you know unfortunately um, oh, almost never right so it's I really hope that as you said, like Ludwig is, is is doing something to help, um, and he's got, he's got a huge influence out there in the internet. Um, I hope that you know they can bounce back a bit from that, and they're not too um, you know hard done by financially, especially uh, VG Bootcamp. But it is just like this was, as I mentioned earlier, like was a shining light coming out of the pandemic for for a lot of the community. And yeah, we were excited about it, right? Yeah. To, to get to get to the point where they're about to have the championships. And then just have it cut off, or at least, again, like <laughs> they didn't say they had to cancel it. Um, but anyway, it's cut off. Um, sucks. So well, I feel bad for the community. But I will say, look, I don't know why I'm. I feel like I'm the corporate apologist, right? Hmm. Number one, from everything I've seen and I read, most of this stuff, they never had a license from Nintendo to operate, right? No, no. So and look, like you know, like I said, I work at a really large company. There's like a lot of people that are engaging with us and I've got to be real like sometimes I'm like yeah 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 like we'll get around to this hmm. and it's not locked in right and if they if oh, yeah. they went out to the market and said oh we're locked in and we're doing this and then they come to me to go oh yeah can we get the final sign off I'd be like nah you're not going to get that it might sound like I'm being a dickhead but it's like they to me haven't got their ducks in a row like if literally they don't have a license I don't even know why they would go out and announce events well, they talked about that in that letter. So, if but anyone it, wants yeah, to, no, it, no, I'm just, no, I'm just saying for context. If anyone wants to see, they they describe the process that they went through. Whether or not we just you agree with the fact that they eventually said, "Oh, we've got to announce this." They do detail. We didn't go through it all because there's yeah, no time. So, yeah, I, I just keep that in mind. But I definitely would say that Panda comes off very poorly in oh. this. Like, it very does. It does really sound like either they're trying to strong arm people or to be generous. They basically they're trying to illuminate people of the risks that have actually eventuated. Let's be real, right? Maybe they're looking at it and going, "Hey guys, like you better work with us because we've got the license. They don't have it yet. They could get cancelled by Nintendo. You know what I mean? And maybe they went too far. But they they come across very poorly. Panda Global to me comes across the worst out of all of these people." And then, well, to me, actually, VGBC and then uh, Nintendo. Because I feel like Nintendo's just being Nintendo. Like, they haven't approved... If they approved of something, that's different. Like, if they've actually given a license and revoked it, that would be bullshit. Yeah, I... Last thing I'll say is, you know, I mentioned Hungry Box before. Like, he's come out officially and said that he will not be any... He will not take part in any Panda Cup events and, and anything like that. 
and there's a whole bunch of at, look that again this is still an evolving story right yeah but if that stuff doesn't change and and something doesn't like flip a bit for that um it's going to be a massive hit to their standing in the community of panda global so well i say like this i think like given <sighs> look nintendo hasn't given the license i think that's actually what people need to attack less the panda stuff mm. but i definitely think in general people shouldn't people shouldn't even support the licensed one right regardless if it's panda or not Hmm. I think people need to go rogue and push the issue. And, like, I, I don't honestly go so far as to go, they need to get this into court to be able to test this, right, for once hmm. and for all. Because the courts might actually look at it and go, wait a second, like, what is Nintendo trying to argue here? Hmm. Like, by the letter of the black and white law, they have the rights, but there's always a general um, accommodation with the law as well to go, is Nintendo being even reasonable about this? Because they, you could turn around and go, well, wait a second, Nintendo allows people to stream on Twitch, unlicensed. So, like, why are they allowing certain things and not other things? Like, I think it'd be it'd be one of the most interesting court cases if it actually hmm. happened. It'd be like our Epic versus Apple stuff <laughs> again. God. All right, well, I think that's enough Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, talk yeah. For, uh, for this episode. I think it's time to jump into our news wrap-up, The Big Sizzler. So... There's actually been a bunch of stuff coming out this week, but nothing that we felt like we'd, you know, put a mm. full segment to. But uh, Intigo, I'll give you the first shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise coming out to PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X and S, and Game Pass. Very, mm. very cool. And it's just randomly one year after the Steam release on the 20th of Jan. So. Yeah, I and I was, I was really obviously happy to hear that. I have it on Switch, but, you know, I'd rather play a game, you know, to high frame rate considering I've only like I'm only like two it's a hours social game it's a multiplayer game you meant to and, play it with your friends but uh, <laughs> I actually was originally going to cover this as a story because it's a bit um, like there's a, there a bunch of cool game pass stuff um, and it was like a good way to like mix it all in but I unfortunately there's no there's not going to be any like cross progression or cross play like the PC version and the Switch version had as well which is a bit of a shame but yeah it's really and, annoying and I mean it by default it's not going to come with the Sunbreak expansion as well so just to be clear about sure. that so which which by the way the base game is huge yeah yeah of course yeah yeah uh, one for me is uh, the fact that the Switch version of Borderlands 3 has been rated in Europe which is a bit wild to me I have a hunch that game it will be a streaming version because that game is like that engine is way more advanced than Borderlands 2 because the Hanson collection is on Switch right if it's running natively I'm going to be super impressed um, but yeah it's like that's a very surprising port to get announced I feel so mm. um, yeah for me like and I, I'm not a big fan of the Witcher series necessarily I haven't really played them but I thought it was interesting that CD Projekt actually came out saying that the Witcher 1 like the Witcher remake will be an open world game so they're going to change the way their game works fundamentally mm. which I, I kind of get because they're, they're famous for open world games now right but yeah. it's interesting that they're going back and remade a game into an open world game I, I thought that was really kind of different I, I can't actually think of an example of that happening yeah I mean it's like obviously game remakes have can change like something like Final Fantasy 7 remake right drastically change the game but this is like changing but still kind of linear though and and this is the game being developed by Fool's Theory as well so um I'd be interested to see like yeah what what that ends up being but uh 
Yeah, uh, another one from me, and one I was very happy to hear about. Um, so Machine Games are working on Indiana Jones, and like mm. I'm not a huge fan of Indiana Jones. I like the movies, whatever, right? Um, but the fact that they got um, Chronicles of Riddick and the Darkness director, uh, oh, sorry, a designer from them, uh, Jens, uh, Jens Anderson, that's what I'm going to say, like... But he's now the lead designer in the Indiana Jones games, and I love the Chronicles of Rick and the Darkness. Like the fact that those two games were like put together, and he worked on them. I'm like, man, that game's now jumped up massively, and it makes sense when I actually read and was reminded of the fact that Machine Games is made up a lot of past Starbreeze um, people, and Starbreeze worked on um, those games. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm just really happy to... That was, like, really good news to hear about a game that I honestly didn't really have on my radar, so... Hmm, nice, nice. Uh, I thought it was interesting with Callisto Protocol coming out. Felt very crunchy, based on also, you know, Glenn Schofield saying they were crunching like crazy, Hmm. and then kind of retracting that statement, even though it's still true. And, yeah, it seems like it has a lot of performance issues. Look, like, I think ultimately as well some people can like these kind of games and some people can have a mixed result but it sounds a bit iffy and I would imagine that they're going to patch it and make it much better might be one to keep an eye on and I'm imagining this one will come to Game Pass pretty pretty quickly in my view yeah I've I probably won't be playing that game anytime soon, but I know Mike will be um, if he gives up. Well, you can't because he's a minimalist. So. Yeah, but I mean, there's only there's only like, is that till the end of the year? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's less than is thirty it really days till twenty twenty three. Really real. Um, but I, I look, I've heard that the combat in that can get a bit rough in terms of difficulty, so um, mm. they may balance rebalance that a little bit. Um, uh, another one from me is the fact that um, we've got uh, the next JoJo batch of Stone Ocean. The final <laughs> batch of Part 6, the anime on Netflix, has been released. And um, Bandai Namco, actually really good guys here. So they, they've added a character for free, basically. A, deal, a character we thought would be part of the DLC for JoJo's All-Star Battle R. Um, I should clarify, that's the actual game. Uh, so Weather Report was a character we thought would just be part of the season pass, like it's a paid DLC. These names and, of these JoJo oh, characters are so dumb. Well, you know, it, you know, to get to get around the, uh, you know, the whole we can't use songs, you know. Fighters. And so like in the in the dub in the the uh, English subtitles, it's called Weather Forecast, not Weather Report. Uh, Weather okay. Report, some album name I can't remember. But, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so they added um, that character for free um, to coincide, and it's kind of good because the like it was it felt like for spoiler reasons as well. So it's like uh, I like the fact they coincided. That, oh, so okay, that's, cool. so, that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll start doubling up on mine a little bit. Uh, we did not hear back on our Wacky Wheels IP offer. Did not get an email. Very no, annoyed. No response. Uh, and I'm excited that Australia has in, has introduced a bill for age gating of loot boxes. Feels about five years too late, given that kind of loot boxes have kind of disappeared. Let's be real. So we talked about that a year ago. Mm. Um, who's the who's the dude again? Uh, Andrew. Um, uh, Andrew Wilkie. Andrew Wilkie. Yeah, we talked about this last July. That's wow. how long wow. it's taken from from him saying Takes that he was going to introduce it. I know. So yeah, age gating loot boxes. I think that would be a fantastic idea. I just think that loot boxes are a dying breed right mm. like they're all moving to these battle pass models now so i mean there's still like if we're covering the mobile market there's still a lot there like gacha stuff true, and things true. like that you know but um yeah i guess it's like the fifas of the world right 
Like, is that still a loot box? I think. Oh, think so, okay, that's pretty big then. Okay. FIFA Ultimate Team and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't really keep up with that stuff. I just think that on the face of it is like I would never engage in that shit. Like, the idea of opening digital packs of cards to actually get a good team is just, like... Honestly, I know this is going to offend people, but, like, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Like... I, I But I guess it's, like, Magic the Gathering and all that kind of stuff, right? So... Mm. Have you got anything else? Uh, no. I think there's something else you want to mention. Oh, okay, okay. You, we probably should have worked out a bit better. Um, so, uh, the chill season in Splatoon 3 and, and the update, the 2.0 update, got released. Uh, good balance patches. Very happy with it all. Uh, and they've also announced that Big Run's going to happen next week. So, that's where it's like Salmon Run, like the Salmonids invade a regular stage and take over a regular oh. stage. So... It's going to be interesting to see if they do almost like a Splatfest type of thing where it takes over the whole game and everything like that. So I'm actually looking forward to that. And then the last one is, you know, looping all the way back uh, to the start, nice bookend, is I thought it was cool that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is coming to Xbox Game Pass. I shit on Xbox Game Pass a lot, but this is good. It's coming on PC and console, and I will play it through that. I'll play just the original trilogy and nothing else. Yeah, I was really happy to hear that. And also the fact that they shadow dropped and into Game Pass Eastwood for Xbox now. I installed it and started it up. And I was like, actually like, oh, the art is not as good as I thought it would be, the start of it. And then I just got busy and I dropped it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mention it at the start. Yeah. I saw that you installed it as well. Yeah, I played it a little bit, but yeah. not enough to talk about it. But um, but yeah, I'm just glad that, you know, like, I was waiting for that game to come to Xbox, and they just put in Game Pass. They No warning, like, here's the Eastwood, you know? So yeah, it's funny Game Pass in that way, isn't it? All right, well, cool. that's, a, that's a lot of news, a lot of Smash Brothers, and time to get into the fun stuff. Yeah. We're going to predict the winners and the big reveals for the 2022 Game Awards. Now, we've got some couple of conditions here for our reveals. There's a couple of things that have been announced that are going to be shown at the event, so, you know, we're not going to... I'm assuming you haven't included those. Well, I don't know what they are. Well, I, I, did, I did mention it, but as in uh, earlier in the week, but they are the fact that Tekken 8 has already confirmed to make an appearance. Oh, I had that on there. Uh, the fact that 505 Games and Epic Games uh, must be like a dual publishing thing there a title from them is due to be revealed as well mm -hmm. so and the only other one and we mentioned this a while back I can't remember if it was on the show or off the show the fact that the next Kojima game possibly that overdose horror game or whatever it is is almost a shoo-in for the game awards so we kind of said yeah that's that's a gimme almost like it, it might not show up but it's almost like hey if we're gonna say one is obvious, that's like an it's obvious Jeff one. Keighley. It's Jeff Keighley. Like exactly, there's always something for Kojima, whether or not person. it's a big thing or not. So. <laughs> like in person show again, it's like guaranteed to have something. Now, when it comes to the categories, <laughs> unlike previous years, we said we're gonna predict, try to predict every single one, including yeah. like the esports e categories. Esports e was a killer. Just like stuff that we have no idea about, but we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. I never thought um, I'd Google simple, but I did. <laughs> All right, do we want to start with what we think will be revealed? Or well, what can we, we just say the elephant in the room that Mike is uh, refusing to participate? Yes, Mike Mike has made it known on the show, anyone that's listened, especially last uh, last week, that he's, he's not a fan of the Game Awards and what they stand for. Um, and the fact that he's also couldn't make it today, he said, you know, he... he 
you'd rather not properly take part. So, and he's not going to be on the stream. We're going to stream this. We should yes, say that we're going to stream we, the game awards. We are. We're going taking to the day off like... work, people. It's the during the day. <laughs> And I wish I could say what I was doing the day before. I'm having, like, the most senior, serious meeting. And I'm like, this is, like, the worst time ever if they found out I was streaming the Game Awards. So, but we thought that we would... We still feel like there needs to be a third voice in Yeah, these oh, that's a good idea. I like that. So what should we do? Definitely not something we've discussed pre uh, previously. No, I definitely not. I feel we need to just put a, almost, like, a proxy. Oh, yeah. There. I like that. Fill in the gap. There's a gap at the moment. You're right. What, what do you do, do? You have an idea for a name for this? Well, proxy? can't be Mike. We have no. to come up with some other name. Um, how about not Mike? Oh, not Mike. I love it. <laughs> not Mike. <laughs> totally, totally doesn't have the same icon. That's you can't tell it, but he's actually got one eye color different than the other one. <laughs> exactly. He's got a mustache. You just can't see it. Okay. Uh, but that that's just for the winner things. For the reveals, it's just going to be us two. Um, yeah. Which means... <laughs> there are yeah, we're not going to do not my at, predictions. The proxy is at a disadvantage points-wise. <laughs> Can we do not, not my bad predictions? <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. Well, how, do, you want, do you want to... St- I already have a not my prediction. <laughs> Mario Brothers 4 is announced. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Right. Let's do not my predictions as All well. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hide unhide it and <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh whoops go. no I did the wrong thing oh um, shit un- we're losing it we're losing un- the plot. unhide and I'm gonna rename yeah, yeah, this not to... Mike I'll do this one not, not Mike. Mike you want to do the how, second how, one how did you how did you go oh okay um and to be clear this is not Mike's predictions he's not taking this part is not in Mike's this. prediction so I'll do the first not Mike prediction okay, okay. Mario Brothers four NES style. Is announced. There you right. go. I got the cool. first one. Mine is Portal Companion. <laughs> I was gonna do that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, two. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like Valve were talking about Half Life Three. Uh, sorry, Portal Three this week. So um, maybe we should just say Fallout Five. That's okay. a very Mike prediction, isn't it? Okay, Fallout 5. Not Mike prediction, sorry. Alright. Okay. <laughs> That's a very All right. not Mike prediction. Alright. Alright, do you want um, me to go with my first one, then you yeah, do yours? Yeah. Alright, so my first one is, and I've mentioned this before, but I'm just going to go with it again. <laughs> There's going to be a tease. Now, we, they've got to carefully do this, but how can there not be a Mario video game when there's a Mario movie coming out and they've got a theme park? There's surely, would you, for a Mario 3D platformer, and I think the twist will be that they have Donkey Kong in it. Cool, cool. All right. Do you want to? Are we going into? Yeah, you go you? yours. Yeah, yeah. My first one. It's not super exciting, um, but Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters announced for console. Oh, they, so. you're like, damn! You're not even stretching these ones. <laughs> I love it. What do you mean? Like that's <laughs> not. There's no rumors about that or anything. So yeah, go on, go on. Um, I mean, Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters are only on mobile and Steam at the moment. Um, yeah, they'll definitely like come for console. Ages. They'll definitely come. So console. that's my prediction is that they uh, they'll announce that. All right. Well, I can't remember what this prediction was. Oh, yes, an Uncharted Five teaser. Ooh, that's a big that's Uncharted a big Five teaser. All right. My second one is a Dragon Age trailer with first look at gameplay in a 2023 oh, yeah, release one. date. 
Not so, sure about the 2023 release date, but I like that. So That's they're going to announce it, whether or not they stick to 2023's another deal. Oh, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you yeah, that. So yeah, they, yeah, so 2023, yeah, and then it's probably ends up being 2024 <laughs> or something, yeah. Now, what is my last one? It's, oh, a new Super Giants game. Ooh. Super Giant game. Super Giant Games, sorry. Title was announced. So cool, the, the makers of Hades, I think they're due for their next game. My luck, they'll have a Hades DLC. <laughs> wait, is that... Wait, can I change this title slash DLC? <laughs> okay, that okay, could save that's me. fine. That could save that's me. fine, that's fine. Um, all right, my last one is... I don't... Look, I don't think it's got a hope of happening, but I, it's a random prediction, right? Yeah. Uh, Sekiro remastered, like, upgraded edition for PS5 Series X. So... So basically, okay. like, because that game it would be good know, if like, it was Bloodborne, man. That would have been a good. Prediction. No, but that's the thing is, like, I Sekiro. Like, remember that's a, that's an Activision published title yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh yeah, I get you. I did think about the Elden Ring DLC, but I'm like, actually, I, I kind of like Sekiro. Thing just feels a bit more like out there. Um, yeah. Like, think of like Skull of the First Sin, where it's a, also a bit like changed as well. But and I don't know if there'd be new areas or anything but it's almost like an upgraded version alongside it being a remaster for for current gen and stuff so yeah now let's 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 spice this up let's give an extra point to the most extreme prediction so i'll give you one extra point for i'd say it's either between sekiro and dragon age i think sekiro i'd say sekiro yeah sekiro so this is this is your bone well how do i do this bonus Bonus one point. Okay, so we're doing that. We're not going to do the half point nonsense. Oh, do you want to do half point? I don't know. I don't know if you were going to go there or not. No, let's just do a bonus point. All right, okay. So the not mic prediction, which one is the most extreme? Probably this one. (laughs) (laughs) The Portal Companion (laughs) Collection 2. Zero percent chance of that. And I'll let you decide which one you think is my most extreme prediction. I think Uncharted 5. Okay, okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. This is a good segment. All right, do you want to jump into Game let's of get the to, Year? There's a, there's a lot of categories, so let's just get should, into it. Should we... Uh, well, Game of the Year is pretty obvious, I think. Well, it's... it's it's Yeah, anyway. Like, do we want to make it five points still, or bump it down to three? I think Game of the Year at five still makes sense. Okay, okay, let's do it. All right, uh, do you want a tic-tac? So I'll go first, or you go first, and then... You go. You okay, go. I'll go first. Uh, I'm looking at my sheet, and I had Elden Ring. Oh, it's covered, it's covered brought across some grey. All right, Elden Ring is also a go for me. Now oh, we haven't oh, figured there's out. Some we gray. Didn't, there's some gray. We, we didn't say how we're how we're actually going to do not Mike's choices. Well, <laughs> he would say Ragnarok. He would say Ragnarok. And look, Ragnarok has a chance. Um, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely has a chance. Cool. All right, so you're next. All right. Uh, By so, the way, I'm, I'm just going to stick to whatever I'm predicting anyway, so it doesn't really matter yeah. that we're tic tacking, but I'm sure or, you're the same. Best game direction, I'm also doing Elden Ring. Oh, okay. We're, we're separating here. I put Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Now, what is Not Mike? You pick the Not Mike one for this. <laughs> What's a Not Mike I'm going to go prediction? Stray for Not Mike. Yeah, I would have said Immortality or Stray is Not Mike. You know... Maybe Immortality, there was, right? There was there was a moment that I had Immortality. Yeah, let's do Immortality. Let's do okay. Immortality. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. Hey, Immortality is... Yeah. No, no, no! Yeah. I, ha- I, I, I know, I know, I know. All right, best so, narrative. Best narrative. I had God of War Ragnarok. Okay, I have Immortality. Oh, nice! Now Mike would pick. I reckon Plague Tale. Yeah, let's I reckon Plague that's Tale. a Mike pick. 
<laughs> I swear, if not Mike wins, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> Man, why these these things just stay with the lines? Um, all right. Uh, Art direction. Next? You. Uh, I am going for scorn. Oh, not bad, not bad. I had to go with stray. <laughs> I was about to say it's about the only thing I had going for. It. I actually didn't mind stray. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. scorn. I didn't mind scorn. I think <laughs> it applies to stray as well. When it comes to like what it does above average, then yes. Um, I just think Stray is like such a darling and it's so annoying and I remember everyone banging on about the art direction which was decent so that was cool I've got it there alright uh, not Mike I feel like to be honest oh, yeah, not Mike. I'd probably say Scorn honestly alright mm. yeah I don't know I'd probably put Scorn alright uh, All right, uh, I think it's uh, is it my turn it's your turn yeah. okay so best score and music I had God of War Ragnarok I also have God of War right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Mike has... Oh, no, I think it's your choice. Uh, not Mike, I'm putting in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, I was going to say that or Metal Hellsinger. Because that's a music-based game. Mm. But, yeah. I actually was toying between Xenoblade for a while. Alright, audio design. I will go for Gran Turismo 7. I had the same. And Mike has to have the same. Come on. Not Mike has to have the same. Doesn't he? <laughs> No, I reckon he should always. Wait, you're like, saying he's not Mike? Because Mike no, would definitely pick Grand Turismo. No, but that's but the, that's a fact. It's not Mike. Okay, okay so then Mike. do you want to say Modern Warfare too? Yeah, let's do Modern Warfare. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Who's it up to? You, you go, you go. Okay, so best performance. I spent a long time on this one actually. Um, I'm gonna say Charlotte McBurney. All right, I am gonna go for Man and Gage. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. I feel you. I feel you. I will put not Mike. Wait, no, isn't it my pick or is it your is pick? It yours? Oh no, 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 it's yours because I picked Modern Warfare too. Chris, Christopher Judge. Yeah, I was going to pick that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Mike could win this. Like. I like how we are picking like not <laughs> what Mike would pick, but it's almost like what Mike would pick as an alternate Mike, <laughs> like with a mustache. Um, <laughs> games for impact. By the way, I. I just realised we're not recalling any of these nominees out for audio listeners, so I apologise about that. Um, it's going to take... <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to nah, take way too no, long. That's, no, um, that's boring. That's boring. Yeah, so... Um, games they can look Impact, it up. They can look it up. Games for Impact... I struggle with this one. Wait, who's I'm it up good. to? Who who went first? I'm, I'm going, I'm going. It doesn't matter. I've already picked them anyway, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I struggled with it. I read about oh. every single game. I literally spent like that much time on it. I'm just going to go uh, Citizen Sleeper. Oh, yeah. I had three that I was picking between, and I went with As Dust Falls in the end. Okay. Uh, not Mike. Mike not, not Mike is going to go for... I was a teenage exocomer. Yeah, like, I think it was my pick, but I was going to pick that one as well, so... It's all, all right, fine. best ongoing game. All right, uh, it's on me, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Destiny 2. I am going for Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, I reckon that's a bad choice. I reckon that's a bad choice. Oh, it's not your choice. Is Which it? queen? Which queen is this year, man? Which queen? It's not your choice. Um, <laughs> you know what? I hope you get this right. <laughs> and then on the stream, you're going to be like, fuck you, Ben. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put for not my... I, I think it's Genshin Mike Impact. Genshin Mike. Impact. Um, Fortnite. No. <laughs> Fortnite. All right, I'm picking the next next. I'm picking the next not Mike one. Man, The Rock was in Fortnite twice. Um, <laughs> Alright, so we're up to Best Indie. Who is best it on? Best Indie. You or me? Um, 
fuck there's a lot of categories <laughs> uh, I think it's you okay I had for best indie stray uh, I also had stray and not Mike will pick Cold of the Lamb yeah that could win best mobile games Winnie um, this I'm was hard I had to... going for Marvel Snap and so did I god we're two like sometimes yeah we are quite similar <laughs> oh, not Mike's gonna go for Diablo or Mori <laughs> <laughs> hey it could win I, I just I just love the fact that you put not Mike as Diablo <laughs> um, okay best community support your turn this one's really tough man because I actually read about each one of these community things and oh, every, I did not dude every single tweet where it goes Apex Legends nominated for best community support there's always someone underneath going oh my god like you know their eyes crying of laughter it's like best community support you mean worst community support every single game had that so then I I was like fuck I don't know what I'm going to pick so then I ended up picking No Man's Sky shitheads dude (laughs) I know I know I picked No Man's Sky oh fuck you (laughs) No Man's Sky as well (laughs) oh really Uh, he's going to go Fortnite again doesn't he Okay. <laughs> okay. Innovation and accessibility. Go, right, you go. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, I reckon I'm going to win this one. Last of Us Part One. I didn't even notice that was in. They, it. Dude, like that was one thing that everyone highlighted in the reviews, like because they went over the top with the accessibility stuff. Uh, Mike, what would not Mike do? <laughs> you know what he's going to do? The quarry. Ah, oh, damn! I was going to say Return to Monkey Island. Because he kept on talking about how easy it was or, you know, all that stuff. But I guess that's not Mike, though, so it should be the quarry, right? All right. um, All right, best VR AR. It's my pick, right? Yeah. Moss Book 2. I'm going Among Us VR. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Bit of a portal companion cube. Not Mike. Not Mike. (laughs) He can go for some Bone Lab. Bone Lab? Uh, No, it's your your turn. It's your turn, actually. Uh, Yeah, I'll go with Bone Lab. All right. All right. I think it's Best you. action game. Or is it me? Who is it? It's me. Okay. Best action game. I'm going to go for some Neon White. Oh, okay. Some separation here. Shredder's Revenge. And not Mike. <laughs> go for some... Call of Duty. He could win. I like this is just like <laughs> half an hour of bullying from us <laughs> to our dear friend. <laughs> not Mike. <laughs> Um, Alright uh, Best action adventure uh, Who was it up to? Me? Uh, you I had God of War Ragnarok Same <laughs> God of War Ragnarok as well And not Mike We'll pick what? Uh, it's your turn man. It's all kind of boring actually Hmm I feel like you'll pick Ragnarok Okay <laughs> It's almost cross like cross that whole category <laughs> No but it's like It's almost like The new contrarian way I know Alright, um, oh, this is your expertise, RPGs. You are I know, the expert on the I, panel. Not that I expected it to be nominated, but Rise of Third Power should have been nominated. Um, oh, I Sounds go a bit Kanye ring. West I've of you. I've got to go on ring. Oh, so I did not. I don't think people, when they look at this, will think it's an RPG. <laughs> that sounds crazy what I'm saying, but... Mm. Okay, I had Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Alright, not Mike. <laughs> you know what he level No, no! It has to be Pokemon, dude. Oh, no. Come on, you missed the obvious one. It has to be right. Arceus. Okay, Arceus. Alright, alright. Alright, uh, you will be into that one. Okay, all right. uh, best fighting game. I think that's me, yeah? Yep. 
Uh, multiverses. Fuck you, multiverses. And Mike picked Sifu. <laughs> not Mike. Not Mike. Not Mike. <laughs> not Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I can't get the lies straight. All right, family game. Uh, my turn. I'm going to go for Splatoon 3. Oh, I wish it was, but I think Kirby will win it. And what will and not Mike pick? <laughs> not Mike is going to... That's your turn, actually. Hey, why is my thing not oh, working? No, the, the little Rory thing. I don't know. We'll just fix it. Um, I'm going to... For not Mike... <laughs> yeah. Nintendo Switch Sports. Okay. Again, not Mike could win this. Oh, yeah, um, he easily could win this. All right, best, best sim strategy. I think I was first. I was. It's my turn, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I had Total War, Warhammer three, and I have gone for Victoria three. Oh, nice. Not Mike would go for Mario Rabbids, or <laughs> I think Not Mike would be two point campers, right? Yeah, sounds good. All right. It's hard. It's hard to think of someone that doesn't like actually exist. What they think of, you know. <laughs> Um, all right, so we right. have best sports racing. I mean, I, I can't go with anything other than yeah. Gran Turismo. So. I had Oli Oli World. Hmm. Oli Oli World. And, and not, not Mike. Mike. <laughs> FIFA 23? FIFA 23? Gran Turismo 7. Still <laughs> 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 You deleted it. Uh, oh, did, well, right. I, did I, I pasted I paste... the same thing. That's fine. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's weird. All uh, right. Best multiplayer. This multiplayer—it's it, we're not—we're like two thirds away through people. Um. <laughs> I mean, people could like tune out <laughs> anytime that they want. Best right. multiplayer, best multiplayer. It's your turn. First. My turn. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. I'm gonna also go Splatoon Three. Oh, fuck! I hope it wins, man. I'll, I'll be happy to lose if it's just Splatoon Three winning some awards. That'd be sweet. Not Mike is a huge fan of loot boxes. So Overwatch Two. Overwatch Two. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Such an asshole. We have content right, you're, creator you're of the year. You're on first. You're on first for this one. Um, mm, I was stuck between two here. So was I for a little bit. Uh, QT Cinderella. Oh, really? Okay, different ones. I have Ludwig. Yeah, I actually have Ludwig written down. Yeah. Um, I changed my mind. Ludwig, I think, will win that one. And <laughs> Mike's going to go Nabilian. Not Mike. Not Mike. It's going to go Nabilian. <laughs> Okay. I can't give this shit straight. <laughs> Alright, your, tu- your turn. Oh, fuck. I feel like almost changing my mind on this one. Is it my turn? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, it's best debut indie, by the way. I know. Stray. I, I, I can't see how you could get around the, the logic. <laughs> Vampire survivors, baby! No, I actually had that in for a while. <laughs> I think it could win, man. I think it could win, honestly. Alright. Uh, oh, no, not Norco. Mike. Norco, not, not Mike. Not Mike's going for Norco. Norco is a brilliant game. Um, best, best adaptation. adaptation. Whose go is it? Uh, it is mine, and I'm going for Arcane League of Legends. Oh, I went with Edge Runners. I actually think the Cuphead show is really good, by the way, hmm. as well. So there's some good stuff here. And not Mike is <laughs> Did you know what I was going to put? Yeah, yeah, I, re- I was going to paste it there if you didn't. I was going to delete it. Okay. Oh, shit. Who's it on? Uh, you. Oh, me. Uh, Legend of Zelda for the most anticipated game. Tears of the Kingdom. Same. Tears of the Kingdom. 
Um, I thought you were going to go Starfield. Nah, that's burnt me already in the past. Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> hey, that game looks fun. All um, right. All right. Now we're into the real shit. Oh, the esports category. Dude, I had to Google every could, fucking one of these. I did not look a single damn thing up. It's I actually, I actually found the clip, the exact timestamp of where I correctly predicted three of them last year. <laughs> At, during the live stream yeah you I were did, like why did we vote on this <laughs> so three in a row it's like uh, okay that's gonna win that's gonna win and I had no idea what I was saying um, alright who is first oh it doesn't matter I'm first um, oh, yeah, I'm first. going for <laughs> I'm going for Valorant oh okay I'm going for League League as I call it lol not Mike it's gonna go for Rocket League yeah Rocket League yeah yeah sweet 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 I can't believe right. that was nominated that's awesome alright uh, best esports Athlete, I went for Faker. I went for Jacob Ye Whitaker. Whitaker. For Valorant. What is Mike going to go for? Not Mike. Not Mike. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> surely this show's going to be titled Not Mike. <laughs> Mike, not Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike, comma, not Mike. Um, your turn to, to select. Uh, Is it? I just said yeah. Faker though. Oh, to no. select not Mike. Okay, yes. I got it right that time. Uh, he <laughs> loves. We're, he loves. Like we're changing. Who's, we're trying to be so down to the like <laughs> serious. It's your turn to choose not Mike. Uh, he's not Mike's a big fan of Phase Clan, so he's gonna go for Carrigan. All right, cool. All right, best esports team. <laughs> I am gonna go what for. Did I do? <laughs> I'm gonna go for Dark Zero. Get some Apex in Dark there. Zero, Apex. I'm going to go for FaZe Clan, CSGO. And Not Mike Apex. is going to go for Call of Duty, of course. Cool, yeah, what LA Thieves. LA, LA Thieves. Thieves, yeah, that's right, LA Thieves. Uh, best esports coach. <laughs> An important part of the mix. Is it? Alright, go. Is it me or um, you? I can't remember. I thought I said FaZe Clan. Oh no, you said that one. Okay. I had... Uh, that doesn't really matter. Eric... Doom Bros Sangren for Valorant FPX uh, Team FPX I have uh, Org Mateus Bizka Tarasconi for Valorant <laughs> You know we're going to sound super old because we're not saying these things Oh we, we are we are At um, least we know the games At least we know the games Alright your turn to choose not mine Oh is it? Uh, yep. He's going to pick uh, Andri Blade Horodensky uh, for CSGO Cool. And the lucky last. Yes, who's picking best the last category? Esports event. Uh, I think I go. Yep. Um, this one was actually tough. Um, I went for the 2020 midseason Invitational for League of Legends. Ah, whoa. Why'd you do that? Explain because, yourself so that I can change my vote. <laughs> the 20, because the World Championships for League of Legends won last year, so. I'm going to say the world. <laughs> I, I mean, the, you could still win. I had I the just world like, written down, but... Yeah, I actually okay. had that originally, and I'm like, no, I'm going to change to the other one, just because the other one won. And one not Mike game. is going to pick Evo, because he's a big fan of Evo. He yeah. loves to stream it. All right. Whoa, man. All right. Now, so, we actually picked quite a lot different. I'm just flying cool. through it now, so... And not Mike has a... He has a chance, other than those reveals. Yeah. Look, and the th good thing about the reveals is there's, it low, there's <laughs> actually a good chance that none of them will happen, right? <laughs> Yeah. So that isn't really a, that much of a knock against him. No, the fact that we put no. some bullshit ones in for not Mike. I don't think um, we ever won any of the reveals, apart from Mike with the Metroid Five thing, right? 
I think that was an E3 prediction. Yeah, E3 prediction. Thing, but yeah. that was like one of the only times that predictions actually come yeah. off. We often I know, he, he get the predictions it, wrong. Yeah, yeah, bastard. Um, now, right. it's going to be hilarious if it gets all the way down, because the voting's pretty much almost a reverse. If it gets down to the wire, <laughs> we separate it from Mike by like three Not points. Not Mike. Not Mike. By three points. And then God of War Ragnarok wins. <laughs> that is actually going to be awesome. We almost need to have something like ready to go, like confetti or some shit. Like uh, that. Oh, that, that was funny. That, that was, was funny. Fun. That was funny. I'm, look, as much as uh, real Mike does not like the game awards, I think it's a it's a fun celebration of uh, gaming. And you know, look, let's be real. Jeff Keighley does like hyping things up, and he is ultra hyping this up. Have you heard of all the shit that he's been saying about the game awards? Yeah, something like it's the best feeling he's had before a show in ages. Yeah. Um, but then, <laughs> then during the Summer Games Fest, he's like, we've got like four to five reveal world premieres on the level of Elden Ring, which is a load of shit. As much Did as he say those that? games, Did he cool. say that? yeah. Oh, okay. As much as much as look, we had Alan Wake too. We had some good stuff, but to say four to five on the level of Elden Ring is nah. You you were shitting on him for that. Yeah. So, and also, in other news, let me just bring this up without doxing myself again. Um, so, can you see my screen? Yes. This is why fans don't vote. This is why fans are not allowed to vote on the Game Awards, and their vote is very minimal, right? So, there's a player's voice round, so we're up to round two now, and there's only five games left, Right? And the number one game that the fans vote for is it Elden Ring? No. Is it God of War? Ragnarok? No. Stray? No. It's Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> that is the number one game that people are voting on now, right now. Don't take this as me saying, you know, it's not ridiculous. There's a lot of people that love Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> there are a lot. Of yeah, people. but not. It's not game of the year, bro. Um, actually, funny enough, I'm talking about game of the year. So, True Achievements have their like they always do a bracket thing that people vote on and the first thing that I had to vote between was Tunic or Vampire Survivors was like the oh, round no. one no. so uh, of, course, of course I've voted Tunic has been Survivors. really forgotten in this whole process I mean it's a really great game it's a really great mm. game I'd recommend it but yeah I don't feel like Tunic's gonna win any awards unfortunately I didn't realise that Stray is like technically a debut indie so I just mm. how the hell is Stray not gonna win all the indie categories Personally, like I just can't see it. Because uh, Vampire Survivors is gonna win best debut indie, baby. Oh, look, I'd be happy to be like I'm happy to no, be wrong. I just want to quickly just mention something about Vampire Survivors. Right, I'm still hankering to play that game, even though I've done everything. So I'm like, they actually. <laughs> I didn't talk about it a few weeks ago, but they actually released a little mini update that added um, some new stuff in. And some new achievements. I'm like, ah, oh, jump back in. I'm like, yes, I got an excuse to play it. <laughs> you got a sickness, so man. what I felt was uh, that game was like my comfort food game. Yeah. And I've been struggling. Like, oh, I don't want to really start a new game. I just want to yeah, sit down yeah. and play something. So you know what game I've now reverted to? What? I've, I played it a lot last two days. Oh. I've gone back to Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> dude, dude, can I just say, I was literally going to install that game. I'll install it. Do you want me to install it? I, I've I've been playing that. Do you want to so play multiplayer? Do you want to play? Call? Well, I I got to check whether or not I can. Um, I don't know. Is the crossplay on that thing? Because I've been like, I don't think my save file was on the PC version when I loaded up. So, um, but but I'd still play it on PC just for fun. But 
I actually gotten like I gotten really hooked on it. Um because honestly I can just like sit down and just do nothing. It's just mindless. It's absolutely mindless. Well, it supports Xbox Steam multiplayer crossplay. So surely it would like support Xbox Xbox maybe. Game Pass. We shall uh, maybe we'll give it I'll a shot. I'll install it. I'll install it, man. Hit me up. Look, the thing is like work has been so flat out for me recently. I literally just have no headspace for like anything that's going to mm. like get me thinking. You know what I mean? That's why I've been playing Splatoon 3 so much because it's like mm. And Loop Hero, because it's like, I just skip all the dialogue in Loop Hero. There's a lot of it, and I just skip all of it. I, I'm not too... I'm not afraid to admit that I, I had a very late night last night, and uh, I may have been playing Power Simulator <laughs> up until four. <laughs> <laughs> but is there that much in that game? There's not that much in that game, right? I mean, I guess we should enough. go to the next segment, right? Which there's is enough. like ending the show, but... I know. There, look, there's enough in Power Simulator. I don't think I'd want more. Um, but mm. uh, but I'm like, it's either that or House Flipper. And House Flipper requires more thinking. Um, so Power Wash, it is it like... Is. <laughs> I remember I watched a segment with Conan O'Brien playing Power Wash Simulator. Mm. And he's just like, you know, and these nerds and they've got dirty rooms. <laughs> like, just clean their rooms. Why wouldn't they clean their rooms? <laughs> I actually, I looked up, I had no idea what the achievements were in Power Simulator, but I looked them up, and there's one, you know the first level, the van? Yeah. yeah. There's one for cleaning the entire van with the, the thinnest, like, <laughs> a setting. <laughs> no. Like, the smallest setting to clean the entire van with that. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that would be, um, that would be crazy. Annoying. Gonna You're not going to try shot. to do the achievements. I'm going to give it a shot, yeah. Fuck you. No, no, I'm not going to try to do them all, but that one interests me. Yeah. That, that's the kind of achievement I like. Like, fun, stupid stuff like that that isn't, like, ridiculous, you know? That like, is that, ridiculous. That it's is ridiculous, ridiculous, but I could see you doing it in an, in an hour or something. You know? <laughs> oh, so, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I get that. Compared get that. to other games. All right, well, uh, I think uh, so. We have that live reaction for mm. the Game Awards, just like probably everybody else on the internet related to gaming oh. and YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna attempt to keep track of all the scoring as well. But the thing is, we don't. They just randomly throw up categories and bunches yeah, sometimes. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and whether or not, I think all of that hope happens post the post uh, pre-show. I think they only start doing that in the main show, but. We'll see. How no, I think goes. they. I think there's winners in the pre-show as well. Well, I have to look it up because when I was looking up that esports thing, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't remember if that was pre-show or not. But uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, and that stream was over three hours long last year. So, oh, well, it's just an afternoon. I'm, gonna get... <laughs> I'm just I'm like, he's got regretting his life. No, I'm not. Like, it's just it's funny. It's just hanging out with a mate. Really, it's an know? endurance stream, and there's but there's three. You, Twitch streams out there that stream for like fucking 18 hours a day and we're like oh, three hours uh, you're saying that I'm not saying that I said it's nothing water off a duck's back okay, okay. <laughs> Mr. Endurance yeah yeah. that's that's what the ladies call me <laughs> <laughs> alright well with that uh, I think it's time to wrap up the show thanks yeah, everyone beautiful. for joining and uh, it's been a lot of Smash and a lot of Game Awards so probably good thing Mike a lot uh, of not Mike topics here. yes uh but yeah, thank you very much, and uh, till next time, uh, catch you later. Bye bye. See ya. See ya.